Hi, my name is Kevin McDonald, and I'm declaring my independence. Independence from what? Why, negative thoughts and energy, of course. Chief among them, hate, division, and fear. You see, I know that we're all one, and together we can solve any problem, save our planet and each other. Please, join me as we come together as one and choose a better way to be. So now, let's begin with my independence report. Well, what do you think, uh, Eric? Beautiful. I love a couple of those images. Uh, the three dancers on the gray field with the birds. That was gorgeous, man. Yeah, and Matt wasn't paying attention, so he can't. He, he wasn't even watching. He was mm. a silly man. Um, so, <laughs> anyway, welcome to Wednesday at noon. Well, the and, picture of uh, Matt in his underwear was interesting. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it was. And uh, Kayla, I think, is going to be entering us with us here in a few moments. And Paulette, as usual, is here. And we like hey, to Paulette. thank Paulette for, for always tuning in. And uh, uh, this is this is Transcent Transient with uh, Eric Hall and our guest today. Um, well, I guess you're, you're kind of transcending the guest part here, aren't you there, Matt? Because you're not really a guest anymore. You're kind of becoming a regular here. Well, tag along, advancing to regular. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. You can call yourself whatever you want. So, so, uh, um, and so, how, how is your week going, Mr. Eric? Week's going great. It's been an interesting week. You know, we're learning about contrast, how to perceive the world. And that's always a good thing. You know, we should always keep our minds open to what we see and how we interpret things. And it's nice to be reminded by that by our, our astute world leaders to uh, keep us on our toes. Absolutely. And we're joined now by, I have, uh, I, I have a, a bit of an announcement to make. Uh, if you are, Kayla, is your phone still on? Yep, my phone's on. I can't do the computer. Oh, well, we'll figure that it's out. It's trying to get me to stream it and, and just download these things, and I had no idea that was going to happen. Okay. Huh. Well, we're, we're good. So um, Kayla is uh, um, Matt. She's now the associate producer of this fine radio show. Uh, we, we came to terms with that uh, uh, yesterday and today, and she's going to help me take this to a, a new level, which, by the way, I told, uh, I told Eric, and I'll tell you, I re actually redid the math of the show of the number of downloads and we're actually, actually over, we're actually, actually over, over 30,000. 30, <laughs> That's amazing, 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 amazing. Yes, yes, and Ray Ray Henderson has a has a comment for Kayla. I love you. <laughs> so one of my number one supporters right here. God bless uh, you, babe. <laughs> that that is just that is just awesome. So guys, I talked was talking we talked a little bit last week about doing maybe doing uh something about trivia or something but but uh, I sent uh, Matt a uh, um an email because there was a haunted thing going on somewhere and and he sent a message back saying, "Man, eh, I already been there." It's like he's apparently been to every haunted place in western washington so if, if it's all right with you uh eric can we can we pick his brain about that a little bit yeah yeah i'm i'm curious now so so <laughs> matt where was the place that i sent you well 
we were talking about the Tolkien Hotel. <laughs> the Tolkien Hotel, and among other things, the Tolkien Hotel is the state's longest-running hotel. They've been in the hotel business, I sent, I believe, since around 1890, and they're still open. It's the longest-running. Now, a little trivia there, and the answer is yes. They have the Robert Plant room in that hotel. The Robert Plant room? Is that, that, is Robert, that, Plant. that, that Robert Zeppelin? That Robert Plant, yes. Really? How come? Because he stayed there, which was otherwise known as the cat room. This particular room, it is on the second floor, and I believe it's, I'm guessing, I think it's room 204, I think. People claim they see a sweet old lady with a cat on her lap. Other people say, you got a house cat. The thing jumped up and rubbed against me all night purring. Robert Plant stayed in that room, and I don't know if he has any stories. Uh, when he calls me later today, we'll talk about it. Come on, said hi. Now, did he stay there? <laughs> I got to meet him first. <laughs> oh, did, now, did, did, did he stay there because of uh, the band was in town and was playing, or did he come there know. specifically to, you know, get ghosted? I don't know because that <laughs> hotel has a three ring circus to it. Of all the haunted places I've been to, this is the most amazing one, or it's tied for the most amazing. There are three different categories that go with this hotel. Have either one of you been to Tolkien, Washington before? I have. Okay. Are you familiar with the hotel? Been, been, been where? Been where? Tolkien. I mean, it's not that big. I should be, but it was so where long ago. That, where in the world you know? is Tolkien? I've only it's lived just, there my whole life. It is just outside of Westport. But Tolkien Hotel has what's known as Washaway Beach. And the reason why is they used to smuggle in Chinese immigrants in the fog, smuggle them in. The beach and the shoreline was of a sand that kept changing contour, so it was hard to map it out. Where I'm getting at is, to this day, they get the remnants of two different shipwrecks that they know of that are embedded in that sand that after a storm you see pieces floating. And some of them are pieces bigger than a car. And the reason they know where these shipwrecks came from is that each came from a lumber mill out of Canada, Vancouver, and the lumber had the company's stamp on it. And so these were two ships that reported missing. They have the dates and the numbers. They've identified at least two shipwrecks because of the lumber they find sometimes. And this is going back to the 1920s, 1930s, I believe. See, Kayla, isn't, Matt is the master of useless information that nobody else knows in the world. Well, you learn something new every day. Apparently it's so. Right? It's truly amazing. <laughs> I don't know how you do that, Matt. Did, did you read up on this? What? I read up on it, and as I researched, more and more came out. And I went there several times, and the locals all had something to say. But there is so much to that hotel. They, among other things, have had their ghost shows there. Those who have the shows about is it haunted, ghost, whatever, they've had their share come there. Now, I was talking to one of the original owners of that hotel, second owner, excuse me, and um, she said she never believed it until one day she saw a few things, like it got her attention. It made The list made it down to her name. Well, you know, we're all kind of doubting Thomas. Uh, that's a great story. Now, let's see something. And she had a, she's had such experiences there. 
Well, you know, the gal that uh, is going to have a haunted party there is is Mary Kayla, uh, the, the, the gal that was on the show the other day. Mary Beckman. Yeah. We did a project together with Mary. You did? What do you mean I did? You recorded it. How cool is that? Oh, yeah. That. Monkeys, yes. <laughs> I'm sorry. My... <laughs> Yeah, but we weren't all in the same room at the same time. Any way to get her name on that? <laughs> yes, indeed. Cool she was that. There's a there's a child in the in the in the room. Is 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 your is your baby there? She, yes, Misty is. <laughs> well, we we need we need can we can we sit and have a picture of her? She's she's currently dancing. Oh, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> She's adorable. She can be. <laughs> well, she's three. Oh, it'll change. <laughs> if she's anything like her mother, it'll change. Wait till she's 12. No. <laughs> Doesn't three mean terrible tunes forever? Yes. Yes. yes, it's just are. begun. So, so uh, Eric, what do you? I, I'd be curious in your opinion because you live in 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 a in kind of a the real world. What do you think of ghosts, spirits, hauntings, all that stuff? Well, um, I'm a firm believer that we don't have the answers for everything in the universe. And I've, I've actually had two experiences that uh, would fall into that category. Really? Yeah. And in fact, I'll keep, uh, I'll keep them real simple. Um, one, I've got my grandmother's doll when she was uh, uh, about, the, about the age of Kayla's daughter there. And I've got a picture of my grandmother in the rocking chair that her uncle built because they used to do that in those days, you know, and a little baby rocking chair that the, my grandmother used to sit in with her doll, a precious little doll. And I've got this doll and I had it uh, sitting on this uh, curio cabinet and I just got it from my mother because my mother had just passed away. So I was sitting stuff up so I could figure out what, what to do with all this stuff. And it happened to be my grandmother's birthday. Now, I never met my grandmother. She passed away on the day that I was born, interestingly oh, wow. enough. Now, I never took that personally. I think that was just the way the universe happened. So <laughs> she, pa she passed away on the day I was born. And I think I was oh, late 40s when my mom passed away. And this doll on my grandmother's birthday, after it sat there for a couple of weeks, undisturbed, tipped over. I was sitting there drinking my coffee. It was a nice, quiet morning. I was going through my appointments for the day, figuring out what I was going to do. And I saw this doll sort of go like this. And fell right over. There was no reason for it to do whatever. And I... I'm just of the opinion, make of it what you want, but I'm of the opinion that my grandmother was making some sort of statement through this doll. Like, hi, Eric, I'm here. <laughs> so that, that's sort of how I connected my grandmother and this doll. The other thing I've had and living in this place here, um, there is an old woman here. And this is an old woman I've seen at night. And this old woman 
This old woman um, gets familiar, if you know what I mean. Um, no, I don't think I do know what you mean. <laughs> oh, Can you make it just a little bit more, a little bit more specific? Oh boy. <laughs> So, <laughs> gotta wear those sunglasses. This this woman. Now, you guys have heard of night terrors, right? Uh huh. And where you feel you're like you're being held down, and the only thing you can do is scream, right? Now, I've had those off and on throughout my life. My mother had them. I think it's something that we passed down. And I talked to my mother once, and she's uh, she experiences something supernatural. She's the one that I got my native heritage from. And this old woman that I've seen at this place um, is at the foot of my bed, and she started spinning my bed one night. And she has this very kind of detached, horrible look on her face. I, I can't even explain it. But if, if it was somebody that was enjoying someone uh, being terrorized with a very blank stare, that would be how I would explain it. And uh, she liked touching me, if you know what I mean. Um, no, I don't think I do know what you mean. Well, below the belt and above the knees. Yes, <laughs> you were her type. <laughs> Oh, no. I, she must have exotic taste. That's all I can say. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Matt. You know, there's um, a whole line of questioning I could go into about yeah, that, but, but I think we'll skip it for today. Good, thank you. <laughs> so, thank Ma you. Matthew, uh, <laughs> yes. I'm getting way out there on this one. Really? This is, <laughs> You're out there pretty far. This will be there. good. Yeah. Thank you. Does the name Stockubus <laughs> come to mind? Huh? The name Succubus come to mind. Yes. Yes. Only because of South Park, but yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. What is Succubus? I'm not even going to go there with that. Well, no it does fit. It does fit. Um, so what so concerns me is that the owner of this house, his uh, was built by his grandfather. And I don't know the details of the relationship, but I understand that the two did not uh, get along wonderfully. And I wonder if that has something to do with it. it but anyway. It, it might. By the way, Ray Ray says, I heard that it's a sign of love when a loved one passes on your birthday. Is it? <clears throat> that That's that's kind of cool. And Paulette kinda says... room for me? Yeah, and Paulette says, no sleepovers in your house. Oh, there goes my... There, there goes my, my, there goes my hope. Somebody needs to turn themselves down a little bit. Oh, that's not terrible. I sound like a like a second bus. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on. I'm gonna find out who it is. There goes my singing career. <laughs> so, Kayla, if you could if you could turn it down just a little bit because we're getting feedback from you. There goes my hope for a five sum there, Paulette. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, that was that was on the air, Eric. I just thought you was it. Know. Yeah, it's 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 a joke between Paulette and I. Oh, very good, yeah. very good. So, can you, Kayla, can you hear us? Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, we just need to get the volume a little bit. 
and you should be good. And so, so Matt, that was the most famous um, haunted house. What, give us another one. Tell us another story. Well, I will, but I want to mention. Where'd where'd Matt go? Are we Is, good here? Yeah, you're good. Okay, don't know how that happened. Getting back to the Tolkien, there's more, more to, to it. it. When you enter the Tolkien Hotel, there's a tombstone just outside the door on the left-hand side that's of a little boy from 1865, I believe, who died at age four. His last name was Brown, and the family, <laughs> the original owners were the Brown family. How they found that tombstone is they had a huge flood in the area, and after the flood, they found tombstones, not realizing that there were people buried in a certain area. The catch is people keep asking about the little boy outside, <laughs> the one who looks like he's four playing with the dog and he's dressed from the 1800s. It is a very common report, that cute boy, but he's dressed funny, playing with the dog. They keep reporting that in the front part of this hotel this tombstone is there. When they say dressed funny, what do they mean? From the 1800s. So, boy died at 1865, I believe, at age four. He was last name was Brown because it was a Brown family that had this hotel built for them. And people comment about it, seeing a boy outside playing dress from that era, many have. Now, in the 1800s, I mean, they would dress those kids, especially when they were like toddlers to young. I mean, sometimes they would dress them. Um, what's that term? Either boy or girl. Unisex? Unisex. In unisex clothes and kind of send them out. And the clothing might be, um, you, you've heard of the, the term potato sack clothing? Yeah. Um, what, was that what they meant? Or was he just dressed in? He was dressed from that era playing around with a dog. And my last visit there, they said a week earlier, someone made a comment to the owners about that again. But this hotel constantly has who appears to be the boy from that grave marker. That's their conclusion. So you're going to have to help me here because how many, in your experience, Matt, talking with all these people, how many spirits are out there just wandering around? And and maybe Kayla can uh, um, kind of chime in, going because she's she's a bit of a medium herself. Like, how many of these folks are just kind of wandering around? As, as many as you blatantly see with people it, with your eyes today, there's just as many that are passed over. Yes. Never leave, Kevin. There you go. Or or we leave together. I'm but never going to use the toilet again. The whole planet's full They of give them. you privacy. See, that's, right. that's why having a belly is a good thing. You get a built-in privacy. <laughs> and Matt, I'm sorry. We interrupted you horribly. Go ahead. No, that's what Kayla said. It's everywhere. Uh, some places have it more obvious or whatever, but a part of this world and life has that stuff everywhere. Is that is that right, Kayla? Yes. Yep. I strongly feel that they are everywhere. Yep. Mountains, you know, rivers, valleys, high, low, anywhere. They are here. They're there. They're everywhere. Dr. Seuss, here we go. 
did you ever <laughs> did you ever see uh, uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off? Yeah. When at the end of, at the end of the show and the credits are rolling, and then he comes out of the shower and he says, "The show's over. Go home. Go home." After what I feel like asking us uh, the 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 ghost, the show's over. You're dead. Go home. So, well, what are you guys' thoughts about that? You know, I've my experiences, my my thoughts about it are, you know, some people have a place to go to. They have uh, a purpose or a journey to go when they pass from here. Others may or may not, and they they sort of hang out for a little while. Is there a difference in that? I mean, Kayla, what, what are your thoughts? Do they hang out here because they they don't have a place to go? Or is that I, just I feel where like we're going to end up? They just have okay. intended business. They Unintended come and go. Business. They come yeah. and go. They're surrounding us. They just come and go. Come and go. Okay. See, I'm going to confess this. My mom, I, I'm going to confess two things. When my mom passed away, I felt her leave. And she just sort of passed by. Our family were all outside and in the hospital uh, courtyard. And she was in the room, you know, on the other side of the wall. And, and I saw her go and the nurse came out and go, she just passed. And I already knew. And But my father, when he passed away, he hung around for a couple of weeks. And finally, I got to a point where I just said, Dad, man, you got to you got to go. There is a blockage, a lost yeah. connection. He had something to say to you. Yeah, and it, and it's interesting because I you know, I, I will admit that I was more engaged with my mom throughout life than I was with my dad. Do you think that has something to do with it? Yes, man. Okay. A gal that I dated for years, she had that when her mom went her mom kept hanging out and her mom would be talking even though the rest of the family couldn't hear her. And then one of her sons would say something weird happened in school. I heard grandma's voice, but it was comforting. And after a few weeks of this, she got in the car and the mom said, oh boy, we're shopping. And she said, mom, you're supposed to go. You're supposed to follow that light they talk about. She said at that moment, she felt that mom was gone. But she had a couple weeks of having fun with her mom in spirit form. And then finally, you're not supposed to be here. Go. Thank God. Because I kind of felt she like. She released her. Beautiful. Yes. She released her. Okay, good. I kind of felt like a cat saying, Dad, you got to go. You know? <laughs> so I'm kind of not the only one. But it felt, you know, mm -hmm. somebody had to it say. Comes, it. it comes naturally and right when, you know, yeah. you feel like they need to depart, they need to go. They'll let you know. They give you signs all the time. I'm kicking a doll over. Yeah? Just to give you the heebie-jeebies a little. <laughs> it worked. <laughs> nice to meet you, Grandma. Yeah. So, so have a cookie. So when, when somebody passes and they're still here, are they unhappy about being dead and still here, or are they happy, Matt? What do you think? Uh, I want to pass that one to Kayla. I want to hear what Kayla's got to say about that. I I feel it could be both. I feel truthfully it could be both. I could feel like they could be stuck, not knowing in what direction to go, or they just have unfinished business that they need to complete before they completely go. I've also heard that a lot of a lot of go or a lot of people that pass over 
they like to hang around uh, for a while to see who shows up, as an example, to see who shows up at their funeral. So that they can, so that they can go. I, I have, I have a story about that. Can I tell this story real quick? Paula, this. Is, this is gonna freak you out, Paula, uh, because uh, <laughs> I have a friend of mine, and when I was first did uh, Positive Talk Radio way back when, she was on the show, and my sister-in-law had just passed. She had a congenital <clears throat> heart problem, and so she had just passed, and uh, um, so my friend, the medium. Uh, on the show, I said because I said tomorrow Saturday. This was the Friday show. I said tomorrow Saturday we're going to her memorial service. <clears throat> and excuse me. And uh, um, and Kim said, "Well, I said, do you have any messages from her?" And Kim said, "No, uh, but she said something about the only thing she says is something about yellow roses." So I say, "Okay, yellow roses." I I don't know what that means. And she says, it's something about she likes them or something. So I go home, talk to my wife, who knew them a lot longer than I did, and said, did, did they, did she have, like, yellow roses? And my sister said, no, I don't know, Sandy, if she ever did or not. I, I don't know. And so we went to look for yellow roses to take with us, and we couldn't find any um, at, the, at, the, at the shop. Or at the, at the uh, and because my wife is a florist, and she said, well, they, they're just, it's not the time of year for them. They're not around very right now. And uh, so uh, we go to the, the memorial service the next day, and um, we're in we're in the parking lot. We're all in suits. Sandy's family rides comes riding up in Harley's, and they're all in their their colors and stuff. So it's like two divergent types of people. And so we go into the the service. And um, we sign our name, and we go in, and we sit down. And I'm looking at the front, and the the flowers had just arrived, and and um, there was two major flower vases. One was just a a normal arrangement that was chock full of yellow roses. The other one was a um, a uh, a heart on a board that was white carnations on the outside and in the middle of it were yellow roses. Now, I asked Kim about that on Monday and Kayla will probably confirm that. And she was saying that was just her message to let you know that she was going to be there at that service. Mm -hmm. Comfort. They yeah. were her favorite, I think. Yes. The flowers. They yeah. They were. And, but we, her family knew it, but we didn't know it. Matt, Kayla, boy, you're going to get a lot of questions on this one. <laughs> I've heard that there are people that don't realize they pass, that they went through something, but they didn't realize it talk, that it cost human life because they are still there. Yep. That is true. This is true. They they get they do get stuck in, in a transition state to where um, they fear the unknown. I mean, we fear of death. I mean, we thought of it growing up as children. Oh, my gosh, we're going to grow old and we're going to die. That's the most scary thing. Um, so when I feel they pass, um, they um, are lost a little. A lost, they're untouched, you know. They, they need the help and guidance to figure the path of what's next to come. It's a scary thing, you know. So being in a death state, you know, and not being able to move forward, you're going to make noises or, you know, come out of your comfort zone and 
you know, you're going to get that. Then when they get stuck like that, it's sad. And we can help them out of it, though, can't we? Yes. Yes, you can. So, so Matt, when you go to all of these, now you haven't seen any paranormal behavior yet, correct? Uh, I have gone to places <clears throat> in my personal life twice in residence where I lived. I have seen something plain as day with company during broad daylight. Like, did you see that? Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Okay, no, that's one. A lot of these places I go to, you can feel the vibes, the intensity. It's all there, but you're not seeing physical activity tangible, but you feel it. And it's not that they put the power of suggestion. You feel it. And like a like an aura, a sensation to it. So some of these places, they're just old structures with their stories attached. Some of them, you feel some type of spiritual intensity, but it didn't cross the line where I saw something at these places I visited. And I, being the psychic one that I am, am predicting that Kayla is going to drop off and go pick up her son here in a second. <laughs> this is true. Whoa. So um, I should whoa. relevant. I I should be back. I'll pop on and try and see if you guys are still not finished or not. So I knew she was going to say that. <laughs> I'll, I'll come back on. I promise. Wow! I nailed that. Yes, you did. He's he's <laughs> perfect. So so thank you, Kayla, and uh, welcome to my world. It's it's thank you. I'm 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 thrilled. Thank you. It was actually That's it was fun. nice to meet both of you before nice I do go. Um, and if I do pop back on, which I'm pretty sure I will, because I'm a lead foot driver. Um, <laughs> uh, I'll, we'll we'll chat more. So nice to meet you, Kayla. It's welcome very nice to meet you guys. I will see you guys soon, hopefully. We'll see you. We'll see you soon, kid. Thanks. All right. Catch you later. Bye. Yeah, and you know, she was talking about old people, and I think we all qualify as that. Um, so, so I, you know, I think I, I think what I'm going to do is to take this show into a turn for the dark, and say, Matt, are you scared of dying? Eric, no. are you scared of dying? No. My entire life, I've looked forward to it, but the catch was I have loved ones I've always wanted to be there for. I've always wanted to be a place of refuge to make sure I had a sofa and something that I had a little mad money stash if they needed that, that that phone's going to work. They could call me and I could listen, but um, I'm not suicidal, but it's like crashing the party. I could hardly wait. And I've been that since early, early childhood. I just knew. I talked to my mom about it when I was really little, and she got it. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. That's cool, man. Interesting. That's Eric, cool. how about yourself? You know, I spent some time thinking about this. I'm not so much scared of death as I am scared of the process of dying. That part I'm not very thrilled about. You know, I, I don't know how I'm going to die. I don't think I'm going to enjoy whatever part of that is. You know, I look at it this way. Uh, my dad took, uh, oh, probably two years to die from liver cancer. I don't I don't want to go that way. And my grandfather took, you know, or my godfather took about, you know, 30 seconds to die from a heart attack and died face down in a chair. I want to go like my godfather did. You know, that's how I hope I go if I'm going to go. That's what I mean by 
I'm worried about the process of dying. But what comes after that process, um, I think would be fascinating. I believe there's something out there, and whatever it is, you know, I look at it like um, whatever I did this time, I didn't do it quite right. <laughs> and, and I go ahead. You're doing a hell of a job, though. You're doing the best you can, but well, it, but it depends on what it is that you came here to do. Exactly, but I'm you know I'm not uh, Michael Jackson. I'm not you know Paul McCartney. I'm not the Queen of England or you know any of that stuff. And, and um, I think it would be fascinating to move on, and maybe that's the next step. I'll be. Oh yeah, but maybe, but Mr. You know, Mr. Eric, I have to tell you that the numbers of people that you impact, not with COVID so much, but in a normal. When you were driving, when you're driving a bus normally, the number of people that you impact on a day-to-day -day basis with your positive attitude and your smile and yeah, means a lot to a lot of people. Don't you agree, Matthew? Yes, um, all the time we're told that that person you gave a minute to, you might have changed their life, give them an up, and you're the reason why they didn't take their life that night. See, that's I, a good point. I, I don't want to sound like I'm cutting myself. I mean, you understand the point that I'd rather that um, it would be more fun to be Paul McCartney than it is to be a bus driver doing Route 40. Yeah. Well, the, <laughs> I'm not going to argue with that. Okay, that's that's kind of my point. You know, <laughs> Matt. I knew of somebody, in fact, more than just one person, who openly let people know that he was ready to take his life and not depression, just he wanted, he's kind of bored in one oar in the water. Okay, what's beyond this? I want to get out of this realm. And people would say, well, what are you going to do? He goes, probably tomorrow. Well, have you seen your mom? No, I better do that. Well, I'm getting ready. Well, your grandmother, did you? Oh, that's right. When he was out of that checklist, he simply went and did it. It was just bored and like, well, why don't you get out of bed and walk down the hall and get out that front door? That's how we looked at it. You know, I thought about I thought about that when I was younger and had a particularly bad day. And it's like you run through the list of things. Let's see. I mean I could I could uh I could cut my veins open. I can I can hang myself. I can it's like no, no, none of that. I don't I I cannot imagine on purpose hurting yourself because it hurts when you hurt yourself. <laughs> I can't just can't get around that. So, yes, man. Remember Mad Magazine? How they had those little scribble doodle cartoons in the margin. You had to cut his squint to see it. One had a guy who attempted suicide. The rope broke. The chair broke. And he's looking at you with the big black eye, like what a miserable person. <laughs> he lived through it, and now what? No, it's a it's not a pity party or anything. It's kind of like, instead of vacation, let's try going here. We've heard about this place. We usually go here and like, you're not losing anything. You're just getting out there a bit further. Yeah, but it still hurts to get there. It's like going on vacation and, and, and running over your foot on the way to get into your car or something. You know, I, I, I yeah. I just, just get, but I, but I have known, I've known several people that have done that, have taken their own lives, and that is that. I highly disregard that. Nobody should take their own life because of the of what they leave behind is a terrible, terrible thing. Go ahead. Man. A guy that I went to high school with, he was a class behind me. The night before his commencement, 
he committed suicide. This guy was a cool kind of weird where he could play the piano. He was a humorous oddball by design. He was just fun, but he treated everybody great. And as Nolte said, his parents kept saying, wait till you're out of high school. Wait till you got to hold a job. It's all over. He was hearing that from early grade school throughout high school. So he made a pact with himself. He's going to have fun in high school. An honor student, everything, a cool kind of oddball. And all these years, he, he had that date circled. And that night before commencement, well, I guess it's over now. But for throughout his childhood, he already knew to do that. Wow. That would solve his parents. Yes, yes, because they kept reminding him. Yeah, that's that, that, that's a horrible thing. When, yeah, and he was just an amazing. He he would have done great on these shows. He just he just had that tact about himself where he was interesting and he accepted everyone. But he wasn't violating. He was a he was a cool kind of different. Now, do you think that there was mental problems there? No, 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 no. It, he well understood from early childhood. Wait till you're out of high school. High school will be your funnest years. Well, he's not going to throw away high school, and he had a lot of fun while he didn't get in trouble. While he was on the honor roll, all these options he had: music, everything. Oh, time's up. Uh, I will finish out being high school. That's, and that's, that's what it was. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. So now all those, all those years, their child had that date circled. All those years growing up. Oh, that would suck. That would that, that to be those parents, that would be awful, wouldn't it, Eric? You know, yeah. 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 I, <laughs> we we have ex, we have exceeded. Eric's vocabulary, apparently. Well, you know, it's I I don't want to like disrespect the guy, but that's seriously underachieving a potential, you know. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? Yeah, <clears throat> because yeah, because is, that's that's one of the things, one of the reasons that we're here is to explore our potential to be able to do some wonderful, great things or not. Because there are people that Eric deals with every day that I used to deal with that are homeless. And they like to be homeless, and that's their lot in life. That's what they would prefer, and so they just they just stay there, um, and they take a bath once a month, and and they they eat stuff out of uh, out of a can and and stuff like that. But they seem to that they they seem to enjoy themselves doing all that. You know, it makes me think of the Neanderthals, and I don't know why this came to mind. But the Neanderthals, for over 100,000 years, their technology did not change. Their mastery of tools, they used the same things. Uh, whatever it was, you know, their version of the hammer and the spear and uh, whatever tool-making devices, those things did not change. In over 100,000 years, I don't know how many generations that is. It's a lot. It's a lot. But that tells you that in their minds, they accepted their place in the universe. There is an extreme peace in that acceptance of being part of the world, of being part of the systems of nature. That's a peace that we, the three of us here, and the people in Paulette, the people that are listening, that we're never going to know. That's true. And that alone is an achievement. 
That's a very profound statement, young man. I'm going to have to remember that. That, that. that was really, really profound. Matt, what'd you think? Two things. Remember the Rockford Files, that show with James Gardner? Yeah. Every time he had a bad day, something the cat brought in and he got beat up and he's hurting, he's sealing the wounds. His dad would say, why don't you just take a truck driving job and have a simple life? Over and over, dad was giving him simplicity. No, I got to do this horrible stuff to see if I can live through it again. And that was something. And I remember uh, I was a fanatic about George Harrison because he was so greatly multi-talented. He could do everything, but he was Mr. Quiet. And he said, I didn't want to be popular. I didn't want to be rich. I just wanted to be successful. Get a whole bunch of people on stage, and I'll be in the back somewhere with my friends. We're all just in harmonizing of the universal language, music. And that was it. That's all he wanted. Well, he didn't get what he wanted because he became very famous. And <laughs> but he had he screwed he up. Had, yeah, he, did. <laughs> he messed up his whole life, dog on it. No. <laughs> but he, he had he had a wonderful life. And you know, each of us has the opportunity to have a wonderful life. Uh, you know, and I was just thinking about this when we were talking about when you get older and you start thinking about my dad. I'm 63. My dad died when he was 76. My grandfather died when he was 71. What does that mean? 70, man. <laughs> 71. Have it tied up, dude. Yeah. <laughs> and my brother died. Have the paperwork done. Have the paperwork <laughs> done by the time you're 70, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Have the, have the, because, you know, we, we are getting down to it, fellas. I don't know yeah. about you guys, but we're getting, we're starting to get down to it. My dad passed away at 63. My grandfather passed away at 20, 23. Four, but that was because he was married to my grandmother. That's what they say. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, yes man. Getting back to George Harrison's playing, they will always have a list of the top twenty-five, the top one hundred. They said, you name it, what Van Halen, what Hendrix, he could easily do that. He did not like to be the centerpiece. He liked to be a rhythm and a nice touch to a song. But he had all that. It's like you're, it'd be like having a dad that was a great boxing champion that you saw never once push back. He walked away. He didn't have to prove it. He's living by the code. And I, I admire that, these people that got it all discretion, better part of valor. I don't know how they do it. I don't know how they do it. My ego would be way out, way out of control. And I'd like to, I'd like to welcome back to the show... Kayla is with us again. Hey. We've just been having fun. Um, some, 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 your volume is a little high, Kayla. We're getting feedback. Is it down better? Uh, let's see. Now, we'll, 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 we'll work on that. So we're so we're good, we're we're good. We've been talking about because, well, I have to tell this story because Kayla and I met yesterday, and uh, oh, she she left. So I'll wait for her to come back to tell that story. But anyway, Matt, do you feel like you're kind of near the end of your of your road, or do you feel like you're going to live to be ninety? What I feel is a stairwell 
and that some of them get off on different yeah, floors, floor. but I got to make it to the top. It's a long, long way. This, what we got going on here, is that one of the steps is at the top of this. You know, um, I believe we go for eternity, that we keep going. And as far as this little neighborhood we're living in, it's amusing, but nobody has any bragging rights. <laughs> Kayla, what do you think? I caught the last end of it. Sorry. I ended up kicking myself out again and coming back in. But um, I do feel like there is life after death. I do feel like we do continue to live. We just live different journeys. I feel like we also live different journeys and lives as our life right here is playing out. Yes. In, yes, indeed. I was reading. I was reading what Paulette said. And I and and Paulette is being very very polite to Matt. May I just say I love how Matt always raises his hand when he wants to talk. He's still in school, apparently. She's such a mom. <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, um, <clears throat> just so you know, Kayla, Paulette is a regular who loves to listen to. Uh, Matt, I, I and uh, and to Eric and and she shows up every day. It's so nice. And Susan, well, welcome and writer. hello, Paulette. <laughs> and Susan as well. And she hopes her life is meaningless and productive till the day she Me drops. Meaningful, meaningful. What did I say? Meaningless. Oh, well, <laughs> well you know, you guys, that's your sister, right? <laughs> no, but but I will tell you that the, the reason that that I say meaningless. Is yeah. that your life is empty and meaningless until you decide what it's going to mean and what to fill it up with. So there. Excellent. Yeah. It's good stuff. It's good stuff. Nice <laughs> to meet you. And and she says, "Nice to meet you, Kayla." It's it's nice it's to meet fun. you. <laughs> yes, Matt. Do you have we, to go to the bathroom? We've seen Hollywood movies where a couple is talking with a steering wheel and the bench seats. Then they're playing a movie behind them, and it's somebody who filmed a car going through a city. So it gives the illusion that they're going somewhere when actually they're sitting on a little stage doing it. You know what I mean? I think that's what we got going on. We're consistently all the way through, and that background's going to change and surrounding, but you're still Kevin all the way through. Thank God. No. I'm kidding. Um, what do you think about that, Eric? Oh, I think it's absolutely true. And I hope we get to control and to a certain amount our, our next choices. I hope we get to have uh, some choice about where we end up next, what we get to experience. You know, because uh, we're here to learn some lessons and add to the quality of our souls as, as we accomplish things and move forward. And we probably have a sense of what we need to accomplish next when we finish this uh, chapter and uh, what we would enjoy learning next. So I hope we get to choose those things and say, you know, next time I'd like to be a, uh, oh, a, uh, uh, a warrior in Africa in about uh, the 1700s and sneak up on some white people and take them out and save my village. You know, I think that would be absolutely amazing. Or... Uh, maybe grow up uh, as a Mongol and uh, uh, learn what it's like to see Genghis Khan 
uh, conquer some town. You know, I think that'd be absolutely fascinating. So, so given that, do you think that we can go back and forth on on the timeline? Uh, Kayla, what do you think about that? Do you think uh, I was before? just gonna say, uh, how do you know you already haven't been those? Or are them? <laughs> well, that's my point. I hope so. In fact, my girlfriend thinks that she was a, a Greek warrior and a horrible and a horrible person. Uh, she says with with great sincerity that she was an officer in uh, the Roman Empire that was that had a reputation of being brutal. Yeah, and she's yeah. Thai. She's Thai, and she has a rank of captain in the Thai Navy. I knew of somebody who had past lives, and I think her first platinum record was being the high priestess of the lost city of Atlantis. And then on another one, she was at Mount Calvary when Jesus was ascending with the Virgin Mary. But there was always the stuff that made all the history books for that. And myself, I would probably be some kid that had a paper out wash dishes, you know, whatever, and kind of kind of a Mr. Nobody, but never got in trouble or anything, maybe volunteered and let, just let it go with that. But they always, but they always have a, a claim that you've read about me. Well, that's me. Honest to God, this person who I'm referring to, she's with a group of people that talk that way, and it's so wonderful when the Apostle John gets with the Apostle Paul because they talk about the days of Jesus. So you get all of these people in our age group, now they're doing that with everybody going like that and wanting to hear more. Interesting. Yeah. I think that speaks to the connective soul. I don't believe her. <laughs> well, you know, well, you know, I, I, honestly, I'm on the fence of that because I've heard, you know, multiple people claim that they are the reincarnation of Napoleon or uh, what was uh, that woman that eat cake? What was her? Oh, yes. She was from yeah. French. I've heard a couple of people claim that they were, you know, the reincarnation of that. And there's only got to be one, you know, so somebody out there is misguided whether they're truthful or not, but they must have some kind of memories or some kind of connection, some kind of emotional tie to that that is obviously real to them. So that speaks to me about some kind of connective soul. I'm not going to dismiss them and say, well, you're full of crap. You know, your 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 fantasies have gotten ahead of you. I think it's more about uh, the connective soul that has, uh, like maybe that paper boy at the time, you know, the kid that was out there shining shoes, uh, had some kind of connection with the news of the day, and that's what they remember in the lifetime. They don't remember shining those shoes, but they remember uh, Mary Antoinette going by and being one of her subjects, and maybe that's what they remember in in their lifetime, and that's what I mean by the connective soul. Paul, that's got a question. Do you think we stay in the same class, or do we gain higher status? That's a good question. I'll answer that um, if if you if usins don't mind what it, what Paula what it is is that we are part of a group of souls and there can be as many as few as two or three or as many as fifteen or twenty and we start out roughly in the same place but as we go through each life 
and and experience what we are are destined to experience some of us are better at this than others and some gain through experience and they continue to grow others basically excuse the expression fuck off and don't decide have decided they want to be just a play play kid and not do anything and not learn their lessons and stuff and so over time you get to advance at the level that you are working towards uh, as or as easy or as hard as you want to work at it and the more that you work at it the higher your level is and you gain more and the smaller your group becomes because there's a lot of a lot of souls that are just kind of screwing around and they come here and they get into trouble and they do uh, stuff but but if you are really working towards your goals then you will continue because ultimately our mission is to grow to a point where we can uh, join the collective or rejoin the collective or, or the source and become a source ourselves kind of thing. And it takes a long time for us to do that. And some of us can take, just plain take longer than others. What do you think about that? Very that, well said. Oh, pardon me. You know, no, no, I'm sorry, Eric. Go ahead. I was I was I'm, looking at you and said that. I don't know what you? that means. I, can, I yeah. can't tell. No, don't, I can't tell for you. <laughs> I can't well, tell that for here. I call that you very well said, very eloquent. I'm in my mind, it, it's simply the Justin Bieber effect. <laughs> How else do you explain Justin Bieber? You know, <laughs> the guy worked hard, but he's a little bit of a dick, but he achieved something <laughs> because he worked hard. But so there you go. Um, um, go ahead. Yes, Matt. Kayla, what do you what do you think about what do you think about what I just said? And keep, keeping in mind about Justin I, Bieber, no, no, the, the one before. Keeping in mind that I'm your new boss, so you better you know. Say. No, I don't want to say anything. <laughs> um, let's repeat this question so I can understand it good. <laughs> you weren't paying attention. No, um, Matt, what do, you, what do you think? I remember when the Titanic was found, I was set on a blind date with a gal who had a talk show host, and I don't think you've ever met her. In fact, I forget the person's name. But to make a long story short, she taught about past lives and everything. And after seeing the Titanic <clears throat> exhibit, she concluded that she was one of the ones that went down on it. So that was her latest hit record. I went down to the Titanic. How did you arrive at that? And it's like a Saturday Night Live skit. But again, uh, I agree with what you're saying. We're here for a reason. We're here to be humble, to apply ourselves, sacrifice for everybody and that thing. These people with the outlandish claims, because in time, somebody's going to claim they were one of the Beatles. That, that one's coming up. Well, of, of course, right. but there's, yeah, Kayla, what do you think? Well, I mean, I honestly feel like I was a medicine woman, you know, an Indian medicine woman from a past life because I like to do, cool. you know, foraging and learning about all these herbal things. And um, cool. I really feel like you can be anything. Mm -hmm. I don't think there's a limit stopping you. You know, if you deep down feel like you were something in a past life, then by golly, you were it, you know? 
that's so kind of how I feel. You know, you can take it how you want it or take it how you don't. I mean, something but, has to explain our innate talents. We all have some innate talent that unexplicably we're good at, right? Mm -hmm. Something has to explain that. That's 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 very true. That's very true. And but the the other thing is is that uh, you can come back as either a man or a woman. Would Matt, do you choose to be a man, or would you like to try what being a woman one time? I'd want to keep being a guy because that's the only way I know myself. You know, one step at a time. Eric, oh, I'd like to give a shot at being a man. <laughs> <laughs> Kayla what, you, Kayla, what do you think? Do, do you want to be a dude one of these days? I already feel like I am half dude. Um, Which half? I've grown up very manly. I, I grew up oh. on a farm, so I oh. feel like I oh. am half man. You know, the yin and the yang, I've got both of it going. How interesting. Yeah. Uh, that is but I would totally like to be a dude, you know, just saying. <laughs> Uh, there's a whole bunch of questions with that that I'm not going to ask. <laughs> that could that could be a lot of trouble. A lot of that trouble. could be a lawsuit. Is what that could be. <laughs> <laughs> Don't Paul think that, huh? Paul Ed has a good one for us. What's that? Well, oh the the the, the current one is interesting. Uh, before and we already addressed the one before that. Um, Susan Snyder uh, said uh, we, we've actually addressed pretty much everybody that uh, um, that has has chimed in. If you got, by the way, if you got something you'd like to say, you can just comment and we will answer it. And oh, there, yeah. Paula says she she enjoys being a girl. So that's, that's <laughs> which, I which, do too. <laughs> Which, which I'm glad that, that, that women enjoy being women and men enjoy being men. It would be, but it would be interesting to be, uh, never mind, I'm not going to. So, um, yes, Matt. She also asked if we possibly remain at the same class in the next life as we are at this one. Oh, yes. I thought I already answered that. What do you think, Matt? I think it's a work of art, like in the eye of the beholder. It depends who you're talking to. Because you met people that were uppity up whatever, and after a while, you're not impressed with this, but they're they're famous in someone's eye. And so uh, it just could be a big mix for whether you, you know it or not. There are those that regard you as a blankety-blank. Yeah, well, sometimes you earn being a blankety-blank. Yes. Well, sidestepping the conversation of the Anunnaki, I'm sorry? Sidestepping the conversation of the Anunnaki, um, I would say class is somewhat of an illusion. I don't know what you just said. <laughs> well, apparently, the Anunnaki, apparently English and I don't get along. Uh, the Anunnaki, Anunnaki, yeah, the, uh, you know, aliens that, are, oh. you know, control our, our, the secret society that controls our world, the lizard people, or, you know, <laughs> any of those other... Uh, conspiracies that you want to talk about, you know, the people that own all the money, because we really don't know who has the money. But yeah, the yeah. Carlisles, whoever those guys are, the Carlisles, are they human or are they Anunnaki? Nobody really sees them or knows them. So, you know, that's that's the big thing. 
So sidestepping that conversation, I would say class is somewhat of an illusion. It's there because obviously uh, waking up one morning and, and being able to choose between a oh, hundred different eggs that have already been cooked for you and saying, I'd like, you know, the three minute egg today rather than the seven minute egg. And then uh, I'd like roses. Uh, I'd like yellow roses today rather than red roses and just go down the list. That's not available to us. It's not on our mind. That's a different class of people, right? No, I, I think if you can, I, I think that we, we, we established class. Um, and I, I don't think that, that, I don't know what I'm trying to say other than the fact that I think that we're all the same. Just some yeah. of us. We it's are. an illusion. It's an illusion. Yeah. Class is an illusion. Yeah. Unless you're the Anunnaki. Yeah. Oh, I, now I get it. Okay. I'm just slow. I get it. Now. That's okay. You're not very well said, I guess. You know, that's the whole thing. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Uh, well, gentlemen, uh, it's it's now. It's been an hour. We we probably should wrap up. What do you think, Matt? What are you? What have you got to say? For yourself, young man. I appreciate how we go all directions, and I like having Paula and others and meeting Caleb, of course, but I like how we got the mix because we're open-minded. Nobody here is concrete, and it's this way. It must be this. We keep doing the food for thought at each other. That is fun. That's how you grow and learn. Yes. This is, this is I, I do have to say, this is one of the funner, funner, more fun uh, segments that I do during the week, so... Uh, and I appreciate if you want to find out more about Matt Shea, you need to go to mattsheabooks.net and buy a couple of his audiobooks because they are just wonderful. Thank you, Paul. Uh, there's so right, Matt. Tell us about that. Well, you have done a spectacular job on Elmo. And uh, in fact, I hired somebody recently to go through all my audiobooks and to let me know if it is greatly presentable for the public. And again, they loved Elmo. You did a fantastic job. You've done three all together for me, the two barrel full of monkeys. We got more coming. I just love it. And go to matchaybooks.net and you can go look at all that stuff. And uh, and uh, Eric, how about yourself, my friend? How about what? I don't know. <laughs> what? How about what? what? I got a frozen pizza I'm going to cook in about a half hour. <laughs> Come on over. I shouldn't eat it all. If you don't come over, I'm going to eat it all. <laughs> no, you're. By, by the way, uh, Matt, I, I, I'm not sure that you know this, but Eric ate that whole chocolate cake. One sitting. <laughs> <laughs> no, it did take me three sittings. Kayla, I have to tell you, there's a there three hours apart, but uh, <laughs> three sittings. Plane, plane jumper has got a chocolate cake. That is eight layers thick, and and they they serve it on a platter that's that is a dinner size platter, and and he it's as big as your head. Yeah, and <laughs> it, it took him three sittings, but he ate the entire piece, which is thirty five hundred calories. Oh, now you right. tell me. <laughs> <laughs> and then he laughs. Yes. I, I, yep. That's Thank why you, Kevin. It was worth it. <laughs> yes, it was. Apparently it was. So it was. Th thank you, gentlemen. <laughs> Kayla, welcome to the show. Welcome to uh, my world. I hope that you uh, are here for a good long time. Um, <laughs> and I didn't, didn't scare you off already. Um, nope. 
And uh, anything that you'd like to say before we go? Nothing, you know, thank you really, you know, for allowing me to have this experience and to meet you guys. And um, this is just going to be a very wonderful journey and I look forward to many more. So thank you. Well said, well said. <laughs> so thank you everybody for being here and just remember. I love Imperia and Jolene. You know, we were talking about life and we were talking about life after death and we were talking about stuff like that. But just remember, on your last day, don't have any regrets. Don't leave anything on the table. Uh, spend your last dollar, do your last bucket list thing, and uh, don't have any regrets. And that's all, I, that's all I got for you. But thank you, everybody. And we'll see you next time on My Independence Report. Hey, and thanks for listening to this episode all the way to the end. Hey, pretty cool. Hey, don't forget to follow us so you can receive regular updates and new posts. And remember, take care of each other because each other's all we've got. See you next time on My Independence Report.